0: Are we alone? In the universe? Will DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? shrink. The detailed backstory for your first level halfling wizard even How many muscular it? men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture an audio thunderdome two nerdy friends enter only one shall be victorious this is i'm right and he's rob hi and welcome to this podcast which i assume you're listening to because you know one of us Uh, every episode we start by, uh, apologizing, uh, for the last episode uh, getting real defensive about the last episode, uh, explaining why we did what we did in the last episode. So Rob, the last episode was about
1: sports, sports, movies, movies. sports movies. Um, uh, there are so many good ones and I had heard some good ones even after, uh, a few that were pointed out were left out on purpose because we are going to do a show that uh, references a couple of those that I didn't want to mention. Um, Shaolin Soc- Soccer was not left out on, on accident. Uh, that is a wonderful movie and we will definitely discuss it at another time. Right. But. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: Did you watch Victory? Victory.
1: No, I didn't. But um, my friend Tony said he he had mentioned it to me, and he he remembered watching it quite a bit too. So I'm yeah, like, it, I can't it must believe on, it.
0: Yeah, it it must have been on cable a lot, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, you you, uh, you got to check it out. All right. Well, uh, great. Uh, excellent. Then uh, it was a perfect show, except for because uh, we we purposely did the things that made you mad. Um, yes. So we'll mark this down as another. Wow, that is. What is this? Uh, 63 perfect shows in a row. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, then let's talk about uh, what we're doing uh, this week. Uh, my name is Monty Ike, and uh, here with me today, he's the the Glenn Miller to my Count Basie, James <laughs> Hetfield to my Dave Mustaine. He's the Dave Matthews to my Ben Folds. He's my best friend, Rob Bloom. Rob.
1: Uh, I like the last one. That's a good one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, What do you think there? Buddy, what we uh, I'm liking
1: this. Uh, today we are talking about something that I bet will be very difficult to uh, put into a top five for either of us. But the top uh, frontmen of, of bands that uh, while growing right. up,
0: uh, or, well, or even well, now, while well, growing mean, up, I was going no, well, no, really like, to say. Well, it was really hard,
1: you know, just of us. I, it's top really hard man. to
0: find the frontman for BTS, but I did it. Yes, so.
1: I just learned like two weeks ago who BTS was. And literally, I learned who they were. So and they have inundated me immediately once I... like. I guess I probably had seen them before and not realized who they were. I just
0: were. miss K-pop completely. How do you, what, I, I, what rock I, are you living under, man?
1: I I just discovered new kids. So. Yeah,
0: I, yeah, I was going <laughs> to say. God, such a choice. What are we going to listen to at Rob's house? White Lion or... Uh... White snake. We don't know.
1: <laughs> okay, so the first of all, front man is, you know, very um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Subjective. It's, it's subjective, truthfully. Yeah, <gasps> but it, it, there are some women on this list, at least yeah. on mine. I don't know what yours is. Um, and it kind of lends itself to, but not exclusively to, like, the hair bands. I think a lot of, you know, there's other it, it comes from yeah, you're looking at me funny. Like I thought you well, had I mean, a better definition.
0: Yeah, I was. Uh, to me, the front man is the lead singer. It's the the personality that drives the band. Not necessarily that's the more the, important. Like uh, Gene Simmons isn't necessarily it's, the lead singer, the but he's man, definitely correct. the front band of Kiss. Spoiler yes, alert: a, He's not on my list.
1: Yes. Um. That and actually, somebody hit when I was talking about this at work. They immediately went Gene Simmons. Which, okay. So here's what my criteria is. Uh-huh. It's the outspoken energetic personality of the band that you immediately think of maybe not even on stage maybe not the best singer although I think some on my list are amazing singers Mm -hmm. um I think it's just definitely the personality and how famous they are when you think of this band or when you think of god I don't want to accidentally say one of them that are on my list but just
0: Uh, it's when they when they get interviewed on television, this is the person who's usually doing most of the talking. Is oh, even more
1: than that! Like this really is, yeah, this is this is your uh, celebrity that's going to do the uh, Pepsi commercial, yeah, or, or whatever.
0: Yeah. It's it's the sort of face of the band, mm-hmm. the one that will go solo. Ah, for-
1: uh, shit! Even saying that made me think of one that probably another honorable mention at least, but um. <laughs> that hawked
0: mm-hmm. Pepsi. You're right no no michael jackson said... front man of the jackson five uh was? yeah yeah he was i'm
1: sorry but tito tito was the front man. oh no you're
0: wrong it's Jermaine. all right uh okay i think we've given our, our listeners a nebulous and non-really defined uh definition of what we're going for so i think we're ready to probably... plenty for them to bitch about yeah, is plenty what I'm for them to bitch about as we go through uh, a lot of my front uh, persons are in fact uh, singers. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I had Gene Simmons on my list. I was kind of de- deciding on that. Uh, you know, but for me, uh, most of them are just by happenstance. Uh, so there you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna go first. Right.
1: Okay. That sounds good. Yep. All right.
0: So my number five, and again, uh, this is our top five. Uh, my number five is I'm starting with the front woman. Uh, and, uh, somebody who, uh, was bound to go solo and somebody who, when they went solo, uh, I didn't like as much, uh, but I'm going to kick things off with Gwen Stefani.
1: Oh, uh, Hey, no I, doubt. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. That's a real, actually, that's a really great one.
0: Yeah. Uh, Gwen Stefani, uh, no doubt. I mean like the band, no doubt is great. Not only did Gwen Stefani, when she took over writing and singing for the group, uh, made him take off, but really sort of energized them and really helped uh, build that band into something different. I think if No Doubt wouldn't have had Gwen Stefani, they would have played in garages in Anaheim for another Sure, they would have
1: stayed and, a blip on... Yeah,
0: would not have gone anywhere. So, yeah, and I think Gwen Stefani's look, uh, her...
1: That her... girl power feel that that yeah. band in- embodied.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think everything about like Gwen Stefani taking over and taking over the soul of that group uh, helped him out. And like I said, I, I, this is not an endorsement of post, no doubt Gwen Stefani, who I think is overproduced and maybe had one or two songs that were decent. I think her best stuff was in no doubt raw and, and uh, with guys playing music behind her. As Yeah. I, I really
1: can't get into her sense leaving. No doubt. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of sad, I mean,
0: but kind of like bananas, but that's, about- <laughs> I, I'm not
1: saying she's not talented, but there was yeah. something special with her right. leading that band. Yeah. And, Uh, I I had seen her once before um, and I have a side story to that, but she was so much energy on stage Mm -hmm. and you just like, you're either cheering and singing along or you're laughing at how fucking funny she is on stage. Cause she was just pure energy. My side story is I went and saw real big fish at the uh, ranch bowl Uh and the show was like late and they kept coming out going, you know, look, they're coming, they're coming. And finally real big fish shows up and they come out and they're like, I'm sorry. We're late. Real big, uh, uh, No 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 doubt was performing at another show across the river and they wanted to go see a real ska band was what they said. <laughs> totally gross. Like, okay, I love these guys even more, but.
0: Hilarious. So that's mine. Uh, Gwen Stefani, I, I just really think like, it, 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 i'm mad i
1: didn't think of that one that's it, a great it's one.
0: really hard too because like one of the things that you know i made fun of like dave matthews and ben folds uh the dave matthews band and ben folds five right there are times i know you love Ben Folds. I, I do love ben folds but to me it's like am i gonna put him as a front man no he's like there there are a lot of bands where it's very clear the front man is the band and everyone else is sort of employees kind of you know what i mean i, like, would, I don't wanna, and the- Bruce that's Springsteen my argument. And, 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 and the E Street Band are the same thing. Is Bruce Springsteen... I agree. That's no. exactly where where The E exactly Street Band go. is a backing band for Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. While well, <laughs> he's a great
1: personality and yeah. obviously the front man of that band, yeah. it's an extension of him. Right, exactly. Yeah,
0: so so uh, Gwen Stefani, to me... Um, it, 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 like you can because she went solo and totally changed a lot of things about her I feel good mm-hmm. about putting her here but I think this is a this is one that you might go but Monty you can't really you know no doubt really at some point because she wrote those songs are from her voice she wrote those, you know, like, but I still feel like the music part of it is the band. And she just added those great lyrics.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: To it. Abs- and that's yeah. why I still feel like she's the front woman of the band and not necessarily it's Gwen Stefani and no doubt as a backing band. So that's that's kind of where I want to get
1: your argument on that keeps making me think of other people that I feel would fill this gap. So this my my uh, growing um, honorable mention list as we speak.
0: Look, you're a, you're a grower not a shower. We all know that. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> all right, what's your number 5 there, uh, pumpkin?
1: Okay, my my 5 is one where I would argue I don't really even care for the band or their music, even though they've got maybe 3 hits that I enjoy, but I I can't say I've ever owned an album or seen them in in concert I have seen them perform on TV and other various things but I have seen this front man frickin everywhere right down to in front of Congress speaking about heavy metal lyrics D. Snyder was definitely the face of many different uh, causes uh, when I was a kid um, especially standing in front of uh, Congress talking about how heavy metal lyrics are an expression of anger and you know teen angst but are not causing teen suicide and uh also was you know really uh a, a big voice in getting people into loving hair bands and if you listen to his uh his uh, uh syndicated rock um i don't know what you want to call what i think it's called hair yeah oh, yeah he has it's a... totally i'm totally drawing a blank on what the name of the show is uh it's a it's something like house of hair. That's it. House House of
0: hair. You're right. Yeah.
1: And I totally like, he is such a great personality on that. He literally is kind of like the embodiment of hair bands. Um, again, not the most talented singer. And I think he'd be the first to admit that, but on stage, his presence was just like a linebacker almost quite literally with his, with his shoulder pads, just hitting you with his ridiculous, rock anthems um you know things that you'd play before a football game type thing just yeah again not not musically talented not the best singer by far well he did compose the theme song
0: for the terrible thunder lizards so i mean are you kidding me i'm not kidding
1: i actually know that that's i'm not i know the of that song i don't i didn't know he had anything to do with you're welcome
0: for that little piece of information
1: I think I honestly and I think especially with a lot of the hair bands that we grew up with, they look like, you know, just typical, idiotic, moronic people on stage. But there's a couple people on my list that in interviews just blew me away with how intelligent they were. And Dee Snyder is definitely one of those where he is not just the long haired idiot on stage.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He's he's definitely got a lot more uh smarts i want to say like i know that he's gone on to talk radio which is never a good sign in my opinion but oh uh, i
1: think his music career is done but no, I, I mean I'm
0: sure that I, I just mean that what he's saying on talk radio is probably not good because talk oh, radio what is he
1: is he is becoming very mostly, uh, conservative? Yeah, yeah. Mo- talk uh, radio—that I, radio. I did not know about. I'm just—I think off I don't remember. That exactly. doesn't seem like that. Like especially with him in front of Congress, he was very uh, like it's anti like, Nancy Reagan. But and, it's
0: it's libertarian, man. It's that other side. Uh, it. Oh, it's, that is it's the it's the idea that I don't want I don't want government controlling me at all. But uh, you know, uh, yeah. I also uh, when you said
1: libertarian, that sounded okay. right. Like okay, then you're like oh, think- okay.
0: One of those guys mm-hmm. who he they they want me to have weed, but fuck the poor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I like I like D. Snyder. I, that's a great that's a great expression of what
1: we're talking about here. Uh, Again, not a band that I would plug in in no. any way other than if I'm like DJing and want everybody. That's to start a like one to me. That's like a fist. one hit. Yeah, that's a
0: one hit thing just to be like, oh, like we have some heavy metal on here. Uh, he was at least two hits. <laughs>
1: We're not going to take it and we're not um, going to take it. That's
0: it. <laughs> that
1: no, there's fun. another No, there's another one, you know, like uh I want to rock. rock oh, bump I'm sorry, I thought those were the same song. Yeah, they yeah. <laughs> are. They're the same song. That's that is <laughs> They are the same song. They are the
0: fucking same song. Uh all right, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Uh no, I like that. That was a good one. Um and, and especially the yeah, he was really in your face and Uh, And as a um, not only just a front man for his band, but a front man almost for his genre for a while there.
1: um, Oh, exactly. Totally. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Fuck Tipper Gore. Uh, All right, my number four uh, is another uh, front woman, uh, and this is Chrissy Hine from The Pretenders.
1: That's a nice one. That's that's yeah. Uh, I
0: like. To me, so I, I I was debating between. Chrissy Hine and Joan Jett and I feel like that maybe pigeonholes them a little too much but what I was trying to go for in my number 4 here is I wanted a representation of this sort of uh, oh god like a post-feminist sexy you know what I mean like Joan Jett and Chrissy Hine did not give a shit if you thought they were sexy at all they were doing their music they were doing that and that made them so fucking sexy Right, I, I they. I, I don't could, know the
1: rest of your list, but there's another person I feel like falls into this because I don't want to say it. But are there uh, any other females on your no, list? I
0: think you're good. I think you're good. The okay, well, Pat
1: right Benatar was going to yeah. be. Oh yeah, absolutely. Was, yeah. Pat Benatar was going to be on my list. Again, this was a situation where I thought her band backed her up, yeah. and wasn't she was. But seeing her on stage and her "fuck you, I don't care" attitude, yeah. yet love of singing. So yeah, yeah.
0: so I, I chose Chrissy Hyatt and 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 and. Honestly, I'm not, like, objectifying Chrissy Hine. I'm just saying, like, she was just so, like, you know, everything that you, like, when you look at ugly fucking guitar players that you're, that the hot girls in your high school were like, I'm so. Oh, yeah. Yep. And you are like, what the fuck do you see in them? Chrissy Hine's exactly kind of that way. I mean, she's objectively uh, cute as well. But that attitude. But her, in talent. Books, yeah, and, and her talent. Yeah, her talent, her attitude made her uh, sexy AF. Uh, and so, yeah. And the pretenders, God, that's a good fucking band. And those songs are good. And like real, and it, you know, not to be snobby, but to me, I mean, like that's, that's real fucking music with no fucking. Remix. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that, you that was see them live. You could see them. On, yeah. You listen to their music. You can see them live. You're going to get it's real musicians playing real shit without any fucking production tricks. And, do they uh, still
1: do things? Do you know? Um, no, not really. No. I don't. I don't think and, so. And the but... Pretenders.
0: It's funny because the, the Pretenders sort of Chrissy Heinz the only real like the only member that didn't like leave at some point. Like they started as uh, this band, uh, and then you know one of those things were like piecemeal or whatever. Um, you know, so yeah. And then she just at at some point it was like, why bother? I'm just gonna be Chrissy at this point now yeah yeah because 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 of attrition uh so there you go that that that's uh, that's my number four um and uh in in researching this i didn't know they named themselves uh uh, after the song the great pretender specifically the sam i didn't know that either yeah uh you know well was a great pretender it's the sam cook version of it which is actually slower than the one that you normally hear uh, and it's it's uh, it's a lot more haunting. So there you go, the Pretenders, man. Uh, uh, my city is gone is one of my absolute favorite songs. I love that. And then of course uh, Brass and Pocket is Chef's Kiss. So
1: there you go. <laughs> uh, so Chrissy Ein. So she's okay. She's my number four. Okay, yeah, so my number four, keeping the ladies up front, uh, um, is the first time I ever heard rap that I remember. Yeah. Um. Downtown Freddie on everybody's side. Uh, Deborah Harry from Blondie. Um she like I just remember falling in love with her as a kid and seeing her on MTV with her like over abundance of eyeshadow and just deep kind of throaty, but still too cool for anybody she was such a personality on MTV that I just, I fell in love with her. And then, you know, like the music is amazing, but she was just like going back to what we were talking about earlier with some of the other, she was a, I don't care what you think of me kind of person. And I, I want to say she was Madonna before Madonna in many ways. Yeah. She, she,
0: I, yeah, I would say that I would, I would definitely say that. And, uh, and to think that, you know, uh, Madonna actually was, the lead singer of a band before she made it big as well. I mean, imagine I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, imagine that world if we would have seen uh, Madonna as the front woman of a band uh, as, as 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 being introduced. Uh, but yeah, I will give you that. I will definitely give you that. Debbie Harry is the proto Madonna uh, in the eighties, especially. Um, yeah, you know,
1: she just you know felt like. You know, the Lace, I I remember her, you know, just the interviews on MTV, she knew how to take advantage of the MTV audience at the time when, you know, it was so spanking new. Um, uh, And it was like she was making love to the camera and you just forgot about everybody behind her. And, you know, I'm serious. It was, I just totally like, I, I was smitten as a kid with her and here's the other big thing that really sticks with me is she was the voice of, um, fuck. I'm totally drawing a blank on the character, but from, um, the animated, uh, oh, God, I get on the spot and I totally forgot. It's the rock and roll. She was the voice of the female mouse ish character on rock and Rule, And I can still, you know, just everything about her just came through in that character as well.
0: I, I did not know she was a female mouse. So,
1: not not in the Devil and Daniel Mouse, which is the precursor to Rock and Roll. It, rock and Roll <laughs> is. I'm, well, I'm dead. I'm dead serious. It's made by the same people. Uh, uh, Devil and Daniel Mouse is kind of a simplistic version of you know the you know the Devil uh, beats yeah. you in a.
0: She's w- angels. Uh, angels. Yeah. Yeah looking it up right. Only the singing voice. I thought only she was the, the entire. Sing- yeah, Only the singing I didn't, voice. I did. not
1: Oh, I feel I thought she was the entire voice. Boy, but... now you feel like just like your
0: whole life has been
1: I I thought she was doing all the speaking parts, but uh she probably wasn't the greatest of actresses and
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm actually now looking Sorry, I'm I'm actually looking up uh Rock and Rock and Roll. roll. Uh Which you can I rent it. Even it's didn't even know it existed.
1: Oh, I, I remember an art class having many discussions about rock and roll. I think at some point, rock and roll will come up on our podcast uh, yeah. in a much more depth, in depth uh, discussion. But rock and roll is an artistic. It includes. Uh, uh, it's songs a Don Bluth movie, I believe.
0: Yep, Chris Stein, Debbie Harry, uh, Blondie, Iggy Pop, Lou Reed, Iggy Pop, Earth, Wind, and Fire, post-apocalyptic United States populated by mutant humanoid animals.
1: Yeah. And okay. it's, I, yeah. I bet you we saw it and don't... not You may not remember much. You may not have seen it in its entirety, but it was on like Night Flight many times when we were growing up and other things where you would just see their animation pop up.
0: Rob, I was too busy watching Victory with Michael Caine. That's... a <laughs> little. All right. Okay. Uh, that's good. So I like it.
1: Deborah Harry, my number four. You're number three.
0: My number three is Simon LeBond... Of Duran no Duran. No kidding. Now I'm. I'm going to tell you why. Uh, when you, I first, think it's an excellent pick. Yeah. When you first suggested this, I immediately went to him. So, before COVID times, right before COVID times, uh, I took my wife to Lake Tahoe to go see Duran Duran at a casino parking lot, <laughs> and <laughs> I was surrounded by people. We might have been the youngest people there at 45. And I saw a lot of women uh get drunk on uh on uh on uh, white wine and uh dance very awkwardly while their uh their husbands who just wanted to ride their motorcycles to uh, to Tahoe uh, uh gave them money. Uh, but no, I remember in the videos. I mean, I first of all, I think the golden age of frontman is the '80s, MTV, and 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 that when completely agree. When yeah. uh, when having a good frontman, a photogenic frontman or mm-hmm. woman got you more airplay because they were sexy. Simon Le dominated. First of all, every single uh every single Duran Duran music video, every single song has this idea that. That like like it feels like the plot of it is it's a post apocalyptic world and you're desperately trying to survive. That's what they the the aesthetic they went for. Hungry like the wolf.
1: I don't know if it's apocalyptic, but it's definitely trying to survive. Right. Yeah. And you're 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 being chased by hungry women. Yeah. Every
0: everything (laughs) feels like they were like we want to either make a Mad Max or a James Bond movie, but. Uh, then you would watch the concerts of Duran Duran, and he was jumping and on stage and just very much in your face. And I can tell you at age 70-something now, he is not jumping, and his dancing is very limited to what his uh, orthopedic surgeon will allow. <laughs> but but still, very much the personality, had a great time. Very weird moment on stage where he brought up uh, a woman who was like uh, 50 who he had met at a concert when she was, like, 18. And that 50-year-old woman brought up her, like, 20-year-old daughter. And there was just Who some... looked a lot like him. Yeah, and it was weird. <laughs> tests weird were... feelings about the whole thing. Like, he was like, oh, I've known her since she... You know, since I first uh, met her in 1984. And you're all, like, trying to do the math on her age. Yeah. Like, is this... Is this a groupie you met in the 80s that you're just excited yeah. to see every time you come into Tahoe, man? Because that's kind of fucking
1: creep. She's anyway. flashed me at every yeah. show. Um, a, I was a huge fan of Duran Duran growing up, so I totally dig this. Um, I loved, and especially with... Got the, Rio the, right the, there on the wall, man. Rio's one of their best... Is their best album, I would argue. But um, the, where they did the soundtrack to uh, Never Say... No, no... Yep. Uh, it's not never you seen only never. you it's... only live,
0: uh, no. It's <laughs> no. It's daylights, right?
1: No. No. It's the one with.
0: It's the one with Walken. With, with what? It's Christopher Walken with... and Grace Jones.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's a view to Christopher... a kill. The song view is a called a, a view to it. a kill. View to a kill.
0: Thank you. And, How the um... fuck did it take us ten minutes to think of that? Well, the, here's thing. the
1: worst part: is I'm trying to remember Grace Jones. I can't yeah. remember. Like, what's what's Grace Jones's name? What's her dan. name? the the, the flat top, the giant woman. Um.
0: I remember in that video for A View to a kill, it, doesn't he say like the name is Bond. Bond. Simon, Simon LeBond. Bond. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So funny. Um and that was the it's the Reflex is my all time it,
1: it lit, like of all time favorite songs, Reflex is on my top five. Oh I wow. I, I, I love the song Reflex. I have always and Wild Boys is another one that it's like Wild Boys is very post apocalyptic. Yeah. Yeah. The video I mean. Yes,
0: yeah, exactly. Uh, and then there's the one with the the chauffeur. Uh, I think it's actually is it just called the <laughs> I uh, no not. Uh, do you uh, remember their comeback
1: list. when we were in high school? They made a little yes. mini comeback. Yeah, um, one I wouldn't song, say it was a big one, but yeah, it was
0: like one yeah, they song. Had a, that sort of resurged that, and yeah. it was
1: all over the top forty. And I bet it at one point even got to number one. But yeah. uh, they never really came back again after that, to my knowledge. No,
0: they they didn't. But there you go. And I'm sure, actually, now I'm fairly certain this is where we're going to get the most viewer uh, uh, feedback. Is our terrible take on duran duran and our uh not being able to get a view to a kill are not being able to know that that 1990s hit it's gonna be great yeah yeah all right uh so that's that is my number three simon laban simon laban maybe should have moved up a little bit i really do think he's quintessential but uh but there you go uh, okay
1: so my number three are you ready for it yeah i'm ready for your number okay my number three is the reason we're doing this list in the first place. It was, um, I was listening to, uh, a, a podcast with, um, Michael Rosenbaum.
0: You listen to other podcasts? What?
1: Well, yeah. Cause I like to know what a good one sounds like. Oh, that is, um, that's a good <laughs> that's, idea. I was listening to Michael Look Rosenbaum and he had, uh, and, uh, they were interviewing David Lee Roth and him growing up. And, and, and David Lee
0: Roth mentioned your number three front man. Is
1: that... David Lee Roth is my oh, number oh, three. Oh,
0: God damn it. I thought it was Michael Rosemont. Okay, go on.
1: I'm listening to him and I'm like, this person is not who the man is on stage. And it just blew my mind because he was so, he wasn't the bombastic outgoing boisterous like in your face i'm diamond dave you know he wasn't this guy he was he was thoughtful intelligent uh very articulate and super knowledgeable about many many things and was just like having a super casual conversation and and i started thinking like literally that night i went home and i had to watch um, Eat em and the the Him and Smile intro video, his yep. very first hit after leaving Van Halen, which was uh, American uh... California. Oh, I'm told totally. what? No, it's okay. not Cal- California. Girls was his second or okay. third hit. Uh, but this was this was it was from the album was Him and Smile, mm-hmm. and I didn't understand what that meant as a kid. <laughs> I just I just remember his big old like he had what looked like some kind of tribal face paint and feathers and he was super color like uh, the original good time girl i can't think of it the-
0: i can't either i'm so excited. yeah
1: it'll come back to me uh, before we get to the end of this anyway i sure hope so. the intro video to that where he is talking to the camera and you know, well, well, okay. It's, it starts off with somewhere in New Jersey somewhere. And you, you, they go into this convenience store. It's full of totally racist jokes, totally racist jokes of stereotypes. Yeah. And the, the, the uh the Hispanic couple who just got married and she's only gonna have three or four more of these and it's a special night for her. than the woman who screams, I my doctor says I have to take a laxative. Not in my story, you don't. Um anyway, that video just made me think of you know him getting on stage. And the video for jump is another one as well, where he is just all over using uh all Thanks. kinds of Jumps, well, things. D- yeah. Well, but he like he's hooked up to wires. He's doing like he's got swords on stage. He is making out with gigantic microphones that look like penises on stage. He is a circus act upon himself. You forget the rest of the band. He is just there as a fucking circus performer, just doing everything and singing amazingly at the same time. And that is Diamond Dave to me. He is just This bouncing off the wall, live action, animaniacs character who just forces you to gaze upon him. You may not like him. He's wearing the most god-awful outfit that's showing off too much chest hair. And his crotch is right there for the world to see. But he makes you look at him and go, God, he's got energy. He's the whole reason for this list. was just, you look like you froze up on me. No,
0: I I didn't. I'm just... I i didn't know you had such strong feelings for
1: david lee roth i actually uh, was a very huge david lee roth fan growing up very i uh, guess california girls um uh, the other he did another uh, uh <laughs> he did
0: another cover uh which was uh it's uh uh just to i ain't out. got yeah.
1: nobody just nobody
0: nobody's about me yeah Uh, no, I, I just didn't know this, uh, you're really crushing on David Lee Roth. I didn't know this side of you, uh, could, could be blossomed. He
1: could arguably be the number one on my list, but I just think these other two have much more. Well, that, that's better that, that uh, but
0: I don't have any more to say about your number three let's go to my number two you don't is, you don't like
1: Diamond Dave at all
0: look, I just can I just move on to my list my number okay, two my number two is uh, a gentleman by the name of David Lee Roth Diamond Dave oh, okay. and uh you know a guy's good when a band like the bird and the bee decide yeah we're not only going to write an uh, a song called Diamond Dave about their fanship of him But then also do a full on cover album of David Lee Roth uh, Van Halen hits Uh, because that's how much they want it like their version of Panama, which is obviously Panama is
1: one of the greatest songs of all time, too. I would also put that on my top five list. Yeah. I mean,
0: uh, let's just talk for a minute. Uh, First, you've got Eddie Van Halen, who's an amazing guitar player.
1: Oh, yeah, a a guitar god.
0: A guitar god. And then you have David Lee Roth. And David Lee Roth's voice isn't the most amazing thing in the world, and I never got to see him in concert. I don't know what it sounded like while he was jumping around on stage.
1: (laughs) Agreed. But I don't think
0: you fucking cared.
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) I don't think you cared. I I don't think he was bad, but he's definitely not – Look, you know,
0: I saw Mark McGrath, uh, with from Sugar Ray, who couldn't, who couldn't last a tour. Like by the time we saw him in Omaha, his voice was completely shredded, and you were just sitting there going like, "Oh my God, I can't believe I've paid this amount of money to watch somebody not be able to sing," and uh, <laughs> and he did, he he tried to do the frontman shtick. And it didn't fail. So, so when I look at these archival footage of of David Lee Roth doing all this shit on stage, I wonder, was he able to keep his breath up and be able to fucking sing this shit? And that would make him amazing. But two, I'm like, you're ex- exactly right. It's like watching a circus performer, and therefore, I probably wouldn't care. It would have been super fucking entertaining, and I would have been uh-huh. like, down, down it absolutely.
1: But, but I mean, you even listen. Like, I've got 1984. Uh, I have Van Halen. The, the album right before 1984, uh-huh. and the songs in there are amazing. I, uh, uh the uh, just every, every one of every stinking one, even the ones that aren't radio hits, they're just like, wow, that one could have been a hit. That one could have been a hit. Uh, 84 is loaded with songs. Hot for Teacher is, yeah. is just, but Hot
0: for Teacher <laughs> to me is like one of those. Uh, I remember that fucking video on MTV.
1: Oh yeah, especially uh, with very, their younger versions. Yeah. I loved, I loved yeah. the younger versions. And you know, I think you and I to this day still quote each other like, uh, "I've forgot my pencil. pencil. Give me something to write, on, something man. To write on, man." Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: yeah. Uh, I yeah. So uh, th- this is why I uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Told me to hurry up to so you can get yeah, the two, because... so I could
0: get to mine because you were <laughs> using all my stuff. So there you yeah. Go. Okay.
1: Well, Panama is Panama is an amazing song, but if you the the video to Panama is the exact same as the video to Jump. If you ever if you ever watch yeah, it, yeah, absolutely, it's, it's the exact same video. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same footage. Probably uh, the
0: same concert. They just fucking put them up. But I mean, that's they all, That also speaks to how fucking early MTV was. You didn't oh, know what sure, the fuck yeah. to do, and I think but i think david lee roth very early on understood the medium i think when you get for, oh, a, hot, for a teacher he you did. understand what what a music video is and what you need to do
1: that almost could be a subject for the future as uh mtv you know celebrities that you know took it over type yeah. and you know like that people like michael jackson owned and, it and and were, and, and r- probably the reason that that was such a success at its time because these bands or personalities Singers were peaking right at the right point because I mean, even I I hope this person's not on your list, but like David Bowie, you know, even though he was kind of he reinvented himself again during the MTV years and totally fit that. David, so there's a lot that we could talk about because he's
0: David Bowie, and
1: yeah, and anything behind him is a David Bowie band, correct?
0: Yes. So there you go. All right, man. What's your number two?
1: My number two. Well, if you start me up. You know, oh, and yeah. have sympathy for the devil. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I I, just anytime you've seen Mick Jagger on stage, he again, while the Rolling Bands as individual, the Rolling, rolling, rolling Stones, Stones <laughs> as a band <laughs> are full of individual amazing musicians, that band is completely Mick Jagger. That that band is, I you think, know, you just.
0: I think he's the first real front man. That's, I agree. That's my agree. that's my opinion. Uh, if mm-hmm. you look back at like the Beach Boys, the Beatles, all that stuff, you see bands that, multiple singers, multiple that had singers, mul- multiple band guys. Mick Jagger is the one that is. This is a unit. We are a unit. Me alone is not as good as the band, uh-huh. but I'm the personality of this. This I'm the I'm the guy who's going to get out in front and and do these things. Uh, yeah, Mick, Mick Jagger to me is the prototype. Uh, front man. And I think that that's uh, absolutely great. Um, you know, it would be. Yeah, I, I just think I think that's
1: it, and, it's and it's honestly it's like I don't know what else I can say about him because he literally I, I would call him the granddaddy of frontman. I mean, great he's,
0: granddaddy, maybe even.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I like I think everybody like borrowing you know from his use of scarves, which again there's another person who could be on our list that you know using he, scarves, just having on weird my dances.
0: List. Yeah, he was on my list and he got bumped by Gwen Stefani, Scarf Boy. Uh, he was
1: on my list too, uh, and I, he'll be honorable mention, I'm yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. But um, just his his almost storytelling ability while being on stage and uh, the story of. Him being um, on the Ed Sullivan show, and they asked him not to sing the lyrics. Let's and spend he the caved. night together. Yeah. Yes, he caved. But if you watch the video... Or he rolls the, his the, eyes the whole time. Yeah. He rolls he, his he, eyes. He's letting <laughs> you <laughs> know British. that but he's like, fucking... We all know these are not the lyrics. Yeah. And...
0: They wouldn't let them sing unless he absolutely agreed, so he agreed. But then he he fucking... Twist his the face, knife on him yeah. by by doing that. Uh, all right. Well, I'm done talking about your fucking number two. Let's talk about my yeah. number one, which is Mick Jagger from a band called I the Rolling Stones. <laughs> look, uh, yeah, it is. It is. I, look, this is David Lee Roth and Mick Jagger deserve to be in the top. They absolutely deserve to be in the top. I have an idea of who you're going to be number one, and I agree with it uh, for a lot of reasons. Didn't make my list just because I didn't feel comfortable with it, but um, but definitely good. But yeah, Mick Jagger, absolutely. I think there is no David Lee Roth without Mick Jagger first. I think oh, you absolutely. Can go back. You can go back. There is no Simon LeBon without Mick Jagger first. There, there
1: is there. no Roger Daltrey without, without Mick Jagger first. And I did, I don't think Roger Daltrey would make your list, but I feel like I feel he's like in my he honorable is, mention. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, definitely. Roger Daltrey is was you know definitely. What what I think is funny to me about the
0: Rolling Stones is is if you look back at their catalog in the sixties, you know how everyone talks about the Beatles being like all these different styles. Like you can literally find a country song uh, from the Beatles. You can hear you know all these different oh genres. absolutely pure pop. This is yeah, bordering on heavy metal. Blah blah blah. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, the the Rolling Stones get painted. I think because as they moved into the seventies, they had more of a heavier sound. Uh, they sort of leaned in where they saw, uh, uh, you know, uh, Zeppelin and stuff going. And, and they leaned into that kind of musical phase as well. They get painted as this. But you listen to the full catalog of the Rolling Stones, and they're all over the place genre-wise too, just like the Beatles are. And But it's very different in the fact with the Beatles, you had, you know, two main singers, all four of them sang, but it's either Lennon or McCartney on most of their songs. And those kind of bend genres, they, they the, those lead singers change things. The fact that Mick Jagger is able to do all of that himself, uh, uh, as the lead, as the singer and, and and bend those things and do those things is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, and he does it all with that flamboyant, in your face style. And even today, he just he carries with him this just like raw. Uh, rock and roll fucking gravitas no matter how old he is it's just insane
1: and um, yeah he's he's definitely like rock royalty in a yeah. way and and yeah, in a
0: way uh, i mean he he absolutely positively is and i think wait. you like i i made i offhandedly said jared leto uh obviously the front you know, uh, yeah I, 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 mars I, earlier Again, you you would name these guys but, and you can say well, yeah, but without Mick Jagger, that's not how he would Yeah, do
1: it. and and I actually I don't think that Jared Leto is an you know, because he is embodying that kind of spirit. I've seen their performances and mm-hmm. he is he's an actor on stage, li- quite literally, but yeah. uh,
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's that's my number one uh Michaelis Jagger.
1: Okay. That uh, well Michael <laughs> Okay, so we'll go over some of our honorable mentions before yeah. we get to my number one. Yeah. Okay. Um. Basically, Roger Daltrey was like coming to mind many times when we were talking about that. I I love the Who. I think uh Roger Daltrey was kind of in many ways the poor man's um uh Rolling Stones. In some ways, in some ways they were superior. Uh. What. I,
0: I can I'll go through some of mine. We we were okay. dancing around Steven Tyler. We both have that as well. Yeah.
1: And he's a true performer.
0: Uh, yeah. It, Absolutely.
1: And it's it's hard to not put him on the list, but
0: Um I I'm gonna run through some women that didn't make my list. Um Joan Jett, I kinda talked about. Yeah. Stevie Nicks.
1: Stevie Nicks came, kept yeah. coming up in my searches, and I'm like, yeah, she's a good one, but I, I'm i not a fan of the band, so that oh, made it really hard. You don't I'm like not a Fleetwood fan. Mac? I'm not a big Fleetwood Mac fan. Are There's there a couple songs I like, crazy? but as a whole, I'm not a very big fan Jesus, of it. Jesus, your music is shit.
0: All right, yeah. uh, Susanna Hoff from the Bangles. Oh, good one. Uh, but yeah.
1: then again, that's that's like two lead singers in a band though and that uh, makes it a little hard
0: yeah yeah but i i i feel like Susanna hoff what uh,
1: about uh the other female band at the time that was kind of their antithesis the, oh the Go Go's. yeah yes yeah uh, but again there was multiple lead singers in i that feel like yeah well.
0: i feel like the Go Go's doesn't have a stronger uh kim we, dale kim yeah, dale uh-huh uh we uh, jim gene simmons uh we 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 kind of talked about a little bit there uh how about uh michael stipe from rem
1: Oh, Michael Sapes a good one.
0: And 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 not the same as a Mick Jagger frontman. But like a No, a, definitely not. Much a, more a, soft-spoken yeah, and a, not necessary forceful frontman, yeah. Still
1: drawing attention and very outspoken, but not In the boisterous.
0: Way. Yeah. Uh Dave Grohl, uh Ozzy Osbourne.
1: Dave Grohl is definitely on my honorable and Ozzy was on my honorable. Yep. Uh Vince Neil is definitely oh, yeah. on my honorable. Vince Neil was he aged poorly and not just physically, but yeah. he did it's like
0: didn't he just recently yeah. basically come out on stage and be like, I can't sing anymore. Uh, no, that him?
1: they he just couldn't sing. Like, yeah. I don't know if he said, he just looked like he was messing up lyrics to songs. He's been singing for 20 years. Yeah. He was so stoned. Um, or, here's or, the or one that concussion. I almost made my list. Like uh-huh. really, like I really started was Mike Patton uh, from oh. faith no more, but uh, my, like I saw him perform with Mr. Bungle and, he was so fucking hilarious on stage and such a presence. And I had a really hard time not swapping him out with D. I, I, I really wanted him to be my number five. but All
0: right. Uh, Eddie Vedder. Eddie, Eddie Vedder, Vedder. on my list. Yeah, uh, Kurt Cobain, uh, Kurt I guess. Kurt Cobain. I, bet I, I, wasn't I don't know. I don't fan. feel like Kurt Cobain with a three-person band and I don't necessarily feel like he was out in front enough to be a front Nirvana person. is
1: super influential, but I do yeah. not feel he was the front man that Except we're listing here when you watch unplugged he is
0: uh, i and i think I, that's I struggle, a crazy i think thing. he's just
1: a great performer but i don't see him as a front man oh like I,
0: re- I remember watching mtv unplugged and listening to that album and he's very funny and very engaging in that so there you go uh just really? drummer uh from the clash uh yeah that kept popping up in my jack, searches jack white uh, Jack also, White
1: but again that's a two person unless you count when he was with the, the Recon- 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 I can never yeah. pronounce a
0: damn thing uh, I, I kind of do I don't know yeah it's two persons but Meg White never said any fucking thing so yeah but then again I also wonder if that really just I just felt like it was White? the Jack
1: White band it, it yeah. just that's
0: it's a good point uh, that's a good point uh, hold on a minute I'm just going to take a moment to think back about Meg White for a second
1: meg white was great oh yeah and especially those white pants man jesus christ (laughs) jesus christ all right uh okay um tell me when you're ready for my number one uh
0: i'm i'm done that's pretty much all my honorable i'm I'm done with there
1: i know we're leaving stuff off there are so many bands out there uh some uh, james hetfield was one that i i was a huge i'm still a huge metallica fan to this day i i but i I almost feel like Lars was more the leader of that band even though he was the lead singer. So uh, there's something about that that uh, kind of deters from him being in the frontman discussion for me.
0: Yeah. Uh, I I think Lars is more of the frontman than James Hetfield is, honestly.
1: Yeah. Um I know there's some others. Uh, yeah, I'm also a huge Def Leppard fan. <laughs> yeah. But um I to right. Off the top of my head, I can't even think of his name. So. Yeah, all right, then there you go. I just
0: one unarmed drummer. Uh, let's just, just go to your number one. How
1: my number that? one is, it's, it's the most superior on this list, who, while Mick Jagger may have invented it, this man perfected it. He knew how to hold an audience by its short and curlies and just make them eat out of the palm of his hand. Freddie Mercury is the best frontman of all time. I I think he just oh,
0: oh uh, boy I don't wow I didn't have him on my list at all.
1: Uh, I Didn't have him on my list. And, uh, that's and a, yet. that's just an error because yeah. I think of the time I saw him perform Radio Goo Goo and that audience just I get I'm getting chills describing it yeah. in my head like because it was just how no, he had forty thousand people
0: every, eating out of he was exactly orchestrating forty thousand people how about a guy who's strong enough to butt heads with david bowie for under pressure uh and that whole story of it taking a a musical genius and knowing enough about yourself and like i I love that story because yes uh, david bowie wins some of that a little bit but freddie mercury holds his own and queen still produces it in a way that that makes sense for them and uh, I don't like doing this, but already I feel like you're going to win this one with Freddie Mercury, and uh, somebody had to take a dive on this, and it'll, I guess it'll be me. Uh, Freddie Mercury is a, a great option. He's a he's a great front man, and I think you're absolutely right. Captivated. Uh, like, he never... He never Got too far in front of the band, which is one of the things I like. About
1: yeah, yeah, and I I haven't seen the movie that came out recently. I went Bohemian Rhapsody. I've not yeah. seen it. I I've been told I should. I also f- have heard that it's a little overrated and probably wasn't deserving of some of the awards it won. But, I don't know. Remy Remy um, was
0: pretty good. But uh, yeah, I I, I love him. But. Yeah, yeah. I I think I think that's a great. I think if you know the the story of Queen, you know that it's uh it's very much. It's not just Freddie Mercury and a band behind him. It's not, uh, it, it, it is. Well, it, Brian
1: May is definitely the musical genius behind that. Right. But well, the voice and personality but of yeah, Freddie Mercury is Brian what May is, solidified. It's, it's, it's a lot like, of it. Yeah, it's part of it. If you compare Diamond David Lee Roth yeah. with with Eddie Van Halen and his brother who write these wonderful songs, but you know you give them to a lesser singer or a lesser performer... And while they're great songs, they don't click with you. They don't resonate. They don't yeah. pull you in. And then you see them perform. And that's the story about, um, uh, I forgot to mention during the David Lee Roth. Uh, they were performing at a bar, and Kiss was the ones that had discovered, uh, uh, they saw David Lee Roth perform, and they were like, that guy is going to be a fucking star. And yeah. it was them. They were the ones that got. Uh, were they in And Halen or? booked. You want to, Yes. I mean, at the okay. th- yes. Yeah. That's I don't. Funny. I don't know if when they discovered them, but it was at yeah. the time. Where no. I know. Like, I.
0: Yeah. No. I meant like, did they discover them in full makeup? That's what I'm getting at. Like when, if you would see Kiss at that time outside of their makeup, they were completely, like, it, that's like taking off the the glasses and
1: not very ethnic can. looking from I a mean, Well, um, Jesus! Look, you already did a description. <laughs> that was the description they used yes, on why MTV they when they came on uh, when they were unmasked yeah. that was they, the, the, they were like man uh they're rather ethnic looking was what their description was Jesus i'm dead God. serious that was a-
0: First, you make the Apu voice, and now you say that. Where? When did is... I make the Apu? Oh, well, yes, I did. Yes, didn't you did. did. For you the human smile, and I didn't even, I didn't say anything. I didn't, that
1: was not the voice. That was just I used the accent of the guy right. in the right?
0: Still video, not, which is the Apu voice. Yeah. Um. Anyway, back to Freddie Mercury <laughs> before we get canceled. Thank you. Uh,
1: Freddie Mercury. Just, yeah. uh, I think of the behind-the-scenes footage I've seen of them making the movie uh, Flash Gordon. Yeah, and. <laughs> The, it's just the use of the word flash, ah, uh, yeah it, that kind of like know-how, You're like, okay, here's the lyric, flash, ah, uh, and he can just electrify well, that's why a song. I, with yeah,
0: I, I think there's a lot of musical genius in what he does chorally. I think there's a chorus, uh, the, 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 he does vocally what Brian May was doing Uh, Oh, yeah. With with the guitar. Like, that's the thing. He knew how to layer uh, voices to make voices to do this sort of operatic and things and bring that into rock and roll in a way that that no one else was doing. And it was uh... you can say a lot of things about like, oh, well, the Beatles or the Stones or the Beach Boys did that first. But. Then you get to Queen, and you're like, "Oh, no, they didn't actually do that." Uh, yeah, that's something that people. Well, and, doing, and even but- with all
1: those bands that you mentioned, while probably pioneering and some of the greatest of all time without dispute, I would still put Freddie, Freddie Mercury as the best frontman singer. Oh yeah, personality over all those bands. No, I, I was I was just, just using it as an example of yeah. You know, you can, I know. you know can you trace, trace were, just,
0: lineage through those bands, but you can't trace that. Like, That's Freddie Mercury. You know, up greatest bands of
1: all time. You know, you're going to put Beatles and Rolling Stones and so on and so on. But I, I, you know, again, I think Honey Queen Dippers. is pretty high up there. <laughs> did you just say Honey Dippers? I did. Do greatest. you remember look, when we met?
0: This is look. You said the greatest bands of all time, and there you go. There you go. All right, well. they was
1: the rapping Duke.
0: uh, (laughs) Oh, shit. All right, well, uh, how about we do... uh, Let's find a topic where we can talk about the song Ponderous. Let's figure out... (laughs) The Dude. weirdest one-hit wonders of all time. Uh, all right, well, I'm in,
1: I'm gonna uh, that might that actually might be a great one. This is I a hard pill wonders. to swallow,
0: but I'm gonna go ahead and uh, and say you won this one, and as such, uh, Robbie, you get to say the final sign, sign off of this particular episode. Uh, we every week, uh, every episode, we do this. Uh, it's the winner usually who says it. Uh, this uh, this quote this. Uh, This paragraph, this phrase uh, has been passed down from generation and generation on both of our families. Uh, This is how we knew we were destined to be together and have a podcast. We were both uh, carrying an ancient Sanskrit uh, stone when we met in elementary school. We were carrying it our entire lives. Passed on. My father carried it for uh, 30. In his ass. (laughs) 37 years. Um, it's shaped like a He was captured
1: bitch. by the Viet Cong. Yeah, but he was. <laughs>
0: uh, it's been passed down from generation to generation. Wars were fought for these stones. Uh, many, many lives were lost, and uh, and here it is. Our sign off. Rob, go take it away.
1: Give me a bottle of anything and a glazed donut to go.